We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We should dig into that a little bit at some point. I re- You know, i got to get Jason Miaris on for a full half hour. He was with us yesterday. <laughs> we just ran out of time all the stuff that we could have talked about um so i mean i appreciate when he comes on and i threw that curveball at him and i don't think he was mad about it but uh it would be good to really go through into some of those issues thanks gary it's 7 36 on this friday morning it is the second day of february we we're joking earlier that it's groundhog day yep <laughs> kind of a throwback to the to the good old days where uh, little towns had festivals, and everybody actually stopped and paid attention. This was like the last one. Um, so, so the groundhog did not see his shadow, and that means that um, supposedly spring is coming early this year. This ends a run of three years in a row where he had seen his shadow, oh, calling okay. for six more weeks of winter. Hmm. Hmm. So there you go. Wonder if that applies to us, too. We've, I mean, we had snow. Um, but I kind of thought it would be a rougher winter than it has been. I would have lost this bet. I got to pull out my little, my tiny little book of things that I've been wrong about in life. And this, this gets one tiny little line that I thought it was going to be a really rough winter. And knock you know, on the wood, other day, I can hear you now. The other day I thought I was wrong about something, but I was, but mistaken. I was mistaken. But I That's was mistaken. right. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. We got the congressman holding. I probably should get to him. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Congressman Rob Whitman is my congressman of the 1st Congressional District. And, wow, what an interesting week it has been because you know, I've been warning you to listen to the national media very carefully about the words they're using because I think they are partisan. and They're trying to sell some bad ideas to us, and, I, and they're trying to make it seem like um, um, Donald Trump is trying to kill the uh, border compromise, if that's what it is, so that he can run against Joe Biden on the border. I think Donald Trump's trying to kill the border compromise because he thinks it's a lousy deal and doesn't want you to be rolled into thinking, oh, we finally have come up with a solution when it's not a solution. Uh, Congressman Rob Whitman is with us. I mean, what what is your take on that? What's actually come before you and, and how do you assess it? Good morning. Well, John, there you know, there's been a lot of noise, a lot of discussions about the things going on over on the Senate side, but nothing has come of that. There's no text. There's nothing to, hmm. you know, to say, oh, this is good or this is not, or this is what's going on or this is what is not. The one thing we do know is the House has passed HR two, the Secure the Border Act, which is the most far-reaching and we think structured and and um, meaningful bill to address the border of anything that's been done, and that's why we're saying. 
you know, just take up H.R. 2. Uh, use that as a framework. You know, we've heard a lot of things come out of the Senate. We, one of the things we heard come out is to say, oh, we'll give the president the tools to act if the daily flow across the border rises above 5,000. And I'm like, no. 5,000? That normalizes 5,000. Yes. That normalizes 5,000 come come, people come across the border. There should be zero people coming across the border right. illegally. Everybody should be processed. And then they talk about, well, you know, there's a, you know, we don't know if we can do the Remain in Mexico policy. Yes, you can do the Remain in Mexico policy. You can process people seeking asylum in their countries of origin. There's a very simple and easy way to do this. And another thing, too, John, about any piece of legislation is you can have all of these mechanisms in there to have a very structured and orderly way for people to immigrate into this country. And, but you have to make sure that as the legislative branch passes these laws, there have to be provisions in there to require the administration to execute these laws. That's what my concern is, because I think the president right now has a full toolbox of things that they could use. In fact, he could, I believe, tomorrow say, this is an emergency. I am going to close the border. So, you know, I think what legislators on both sides, House and Senate, need to be very mindful of is, there has to be very strict requirements in any legislation to say, this is what you will do to execute the law. And then, and then, there, and then there has to be uh, accountability to the administration if they choose not to do that. I, I think those things are critical with this. And we're still at a point where there's really nothing out there yet you know, uh, to, to, to hold on to, to look at and say, oh, yeah, I like this or I don't like that. And that's where I think this this effort in the Senate, you know, continues to flounder because they yeah. just don't have anything concrete yet. Yeah, the president and his team seem to have the attitude that the job, you know, the, the, the press secretary says, let we, that we want the Border Patrol to do their job. And I'm thinking, you know, that's a little cute because I think the job is to shut this down and stop it. Yes. And they think the job is to process migrants who are claiming asylum and get them into the country. And I, those are yes. two very different assessments or uh, uh, views of of what they should be doing. And I guess that takes us to uh, Secretary Mayorkas and the impeachment move uh, that's before the House. What do you? I mean, is that thing going to go anywhere? That does seem to me that the guy's completely dropped the ball and has been dishonest. I mean, flat out dishonest about what's happening on the border. John, I, I think the Homeland Security Committee has done a, a masterful job of due diligence. They laid out all the facts, the things that have not been done, the things required in the law, the things that Secretary Mayorkas has not done, mm -hmm. the things that he has not required the Department of Homeland Security to do under the law. He has not followed the law. And anybody else in any other place in society, if you don't follow the law, then you are going to be charged. Yeah. And, and, you know, if, if, you, if you are found not to follow the law, you are going to be charged. And that's what the House's role is here. People have to remember, the role in impeachment is for the House to do the, essentially, the, 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 the hearing, determine is there enough evidence there to charge somebody with, under the articles of impeachment, to impeach them. And then the Senate will try them to say, are you guilty of these charges? Uh, I think the Homeland Security Committee have done their job, done the due diligence, and they've laid out two articles of impeachment to say, no, Secretary Mayorkas has not followed the law, and he's done things that are not in the best interest of this country. And they have laid those articles out, and those will come to the floor next week 
before the Congress, and 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 I believe there's a very compelling case. So I can I can say this: I will vote in favor of both of those articles of impeachment because I do think that the the evidence warrants the charges that the House has in those two articles of impeachment, and I I hope others see it the same way. And to me, this should be a bipartisan effort. I, I'm I know that it won't be, but it should be a bipartisan effort in how you objectively look at this and say, yes, anybody, regardless of what party they are, if they are not following the law, and especially in a situation like this, John, where there are far-reaching effects of not following the law and what's happening to this country. This this will impact this country for years to come. Look at what's happening in major cities with with tens of thousands of people, you know, in those cities and cities having to take take care of them. I mean, this is unbelievable. Christopher Ray came in the other day, was before our China Commission, but I also asked him on a sidebar, I said, uh, Director Ray, tell me, where are we in relation to the security of this nation mm-hmm. in the eyes of the FBI in relation to the risk? And he said, Rob, we are at a higher level of risk today than we were prior to 9-11. And he has said that publicly, too, in other forums. So it really concerns me. So it's a national, it's a homeland security and national security issue, I believe, because we have people coming in this country, large numbers of Chinese nationals coming in the country, and we have a secretary of homeland security. It will not enforce the law. I think Congress has to act, and I will be one to vote yes on those articles of impeachment. Yeah. Look, we've imported and expand, expanded the poverty class from the third world in our midst, and it, you know, just look at what we have on our hands with our own citizens when they lose their jobs, how long it takes to get them back into employment. And I, you know, not to be rude, but I think a lot of the people who are coming from uh, Central and South America, and I've spent a lot of time there, they're not in a position to just show up and take jobs uh, and start working. And the jobs they're taking are probably from the people who need them who are already citizens. It's just a disaster. So I, I, I hope you'll keep shining a light on it. Before we go, can Absolutely. I ask you about this $78 billion tax package and whether it's sure. good or bad and the split that seems to have erupted within the uh, Republican caucus? How, how do you approach this? Listen, I, I think it's a good, uh, a good bill. Mm-hmm. And there, it's, for the average American family, it's about $900 additional tax relief. It extends... Uh, the, the tax reductions that we put in place in the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which I think was a great bill, one that uh, both the House and the Senate passed and President Trump signed into law. Right. It helps small businesses. It continues the research and development tax credits. Listen, we need to do that, especially in today's world with all the advances in technology. I think it's a good thing. There, there's a debate around uh, the provision about a social security number for a child in order to claim the child tax credit. Now, listen, I, I, I understand that. I look at it this way, though. It's, this, is, this is a situation where you have to have income that you're claiming in order to uh, qualify to have a child there to get the tax credit. So you have to be paying taxes. So the thought is, well, somehow we're going to be encouraging you know, folks here legally to do that. I don't I don't see it in that measure. And listen, I'm, I'm not in any way, shape or form um, uh, trying to uh, disparage their thoughts or ideas about this. I, I think it's something that should be addressed. And the House leadership has said that there will be a bill coming to the floor uh, in, the, in the coming weeks to address that particular situation. And then we have folks from the Northeast who have an issue with the 
uh, what are called the salt taxes, which is the deduction for local taxes. In other words, what you pay in real estate tax to take a portion of that off of your federal taxes. And, and you know, with the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, we reduced that particular deduction. So that's another part of uh, the group that was divided on voting in favor of the bill. So right. there will be a bill that I think will cover both of those things, the issue of a Social Security number for a child and the issue of being able to deduct your local taxes off of your federal tax forms to reduce your federal tax burden. Mm-hmm. And I think both of those things are, are legitimate, but there's so many other really good things in that bill, things that affect American families today, especially with what they have to deal with with inflation, John, that I looked at it and said, you know, we have a pathway to address the others. Let's get this done. And then we can go ahead and address the salt tax and the provisions on identification through uh, Social Security numbers for children. Listen, I'm out of time, but I always appreciate it when you join us on the air and walk through what you're faced with. What a, what a difficult situation uh, for someone who I think is generally pretty responsible like you to be faced with in, in Washington, but people who, had, who, are, who are not very responsible. So, Rob Whitman, thank you. John, thank you so much. Thank, thanks for all that you do to, to keep everybody informed and to make sure that these issues are out there in the forefront. Thank I'm you. Glad you're here. Congressman Rod Whitman from the 1st Congressional District. A lot of people in our audience, myself included, have him as our congressman. At 748, we're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.